are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am thrilled to be with you today. Today, we are going to be talking about the heart screen meditation, which is one of the things that you can do while doing a healing code. But before I get into that, let's just let you all know how you can connect with me. And one is on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to encourage everyone to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out the videos there. Not only my gardening videos that uh, I put out quite frequently, uh, but also the healing videos in guided healing codes as well as healing codes too. And Today, the Healing Codes 2 Guided Universal Code is up on voiceamerica.tv. So head on over there after this show. And I'd also like everybody to know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Now, last week we were talking about what do you do while, what do you focus on while you're doing healing codes? And it doesn't really matter whether you're doing healing codes one or healing codes two or a combination of both. And the thing is, you can focus on many, many things. Like uh, you can create what's called a truth focus statement, which is uh, not exactly an affirmation. It's similar to an affirmation But a truth focus statement is actually you're stating the truth rather than something that you wish to be true. And a truth focus statement changes over time as you progress. You can also do reprogramming statements like, I desire to know the whole truth and nothing but the truth about whatever it is that you're wanting to heal. And there are several other things that you can do while the, the doing the codes, like prayer, just constant prayer, or constant requests from powers that are actually greater than yourself. Now, there is what we call a heart screen meditation. And you can get 
all the information as well as a guided heart screen meditation if you go to beyondwillpowertogether.com. And you can get the information about a heart screen meditation today. And so, and it's free too. Any case, what is a heart screen meditation? Well, let me kind of take a step back here and just what is a meditation? And we think of meditation in many different ways. And just simply put, meditation is the act of calming your mind, calming yourself, calming your soul, your spirit. It is an act of calming where you go into yourself, into a state of peace. And the act of meditation has been well proven to be very effective in reducing stress levels, in reducing the anxiety and irritation that people feel, many scientific studies actually point their finger to that. And if you were to talk to anybody who meditates on a regular daily basis, they will say, well, duh, I don't need scientific evidence. And that's great. You really shouldn't need science to prove that something actually works. However, our culture has gotten to the point that we need science to say, well, this this is working. And uh, let me take just a slight trip down a different rabbit hole. Science has not proven how over 80% of our medications that we take, can take, work. They don't know how it works. The only science behind these medications has to be, is the sign or symptom of an illness, has it been reduced or eliminated? So if you take an aspirin, well, we do know how aspirin works. But the symptom of a headache that you might be taking an aspirin for, that is eliminated by the aspirin for some people. And, but it's the symptom only. What actually caused the headache? What is the basis of the headache? And a lot of times it is stress. Well, of the time, it is stress that caused that headache. And if whether it's the stress of your glasses aren't correct for your vision, or it's the stress on your body from having eaten something that isn't agreeing with you, or if it's just the stress of emotional garbage that you have in your life. 
And so people have discovered, <clears throat> excuse me, people have discovered that the meditation can actually get rid of a headache. And we in the Healing Codes family understand that meditation is a wonderful thing. Now, there are just dozens of different types of meditations. And in the 60s, one of the meditations that became extremely popular was called Transcendental Meditation. And it kind of created a schism, a separation that should never have happened. And that kind of separation that I'm talking about is between the religious communities and the non-religious communities. You see, in religious communities, we are told to meditate on this, that, and the other by our ancient scripts. However, in the Transcendental Meditation community, what caused the split was they were not meditating on particularly religious things, which is fine. They were doing their meditation to relax and to empty their minds. Well, I just want to say that when you do a meditation, you will never be able to empty your mind, despite what people say you can do. There is always something that is going on. Now, the people that do meditation, no matter what type of meditation, and are very well practiced at meditation, say, well, yes, I can empty my mind. But if you ask them in all honesty, do things still come back to you? Do you still have something that you are visualizing during this meditation? And I would bet you, if they're honest, that they would say, Well, yeah, uh, it does come back, but I am able, after it comes back, to empty my mind. And that's absolutely fine. And what they have done by being able to meditate and being well-practiced at it is they have begun to reduce their stress. They have begun to heal their bodies, and their spirits, and their emotions. And it's fine. It works. And I do want to say I'm not here to disrespect any kind of meditation. I just want to guide you in what we are calling a heart screen meditation. And yes, it is a meditation. It is an area where you go in your heart to begin to relax and 
de-stress. And it is also a place where you go to heal. And you can heal any of a number of things with a heart screen meditation. So folks, when we come back from the break, I'll let you know exactly what do I mean by a heart screen. So don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and we are talking about doing heart screen meditations. Now, we've already spoken about what is a meditation. Now, let's talk about what is the heart screen. Well, I hope we all know what the heart is, and I'm not talking about that beating heart. I'm talking about the I love you with all my heart heart, and that heart is who we are, and sometimes we are not who we really want to be because of the beliefs that we hold in our heart. And oftentimes, these beliefs have been put there by our own experiences and those experiences, how we (laughs) interpreted those experiences. And then, a lot of times, the beliefs are something that we inherited 
from our parents and from our ancestors. And so we have these beliefs. And some of them are good, positive beliefs that keep you healthy. And some of them are not good, positive beliefs that don't and eventually will lead you to illness, disease, dysfunction. And they do that because of the stress they cause in your life. Because these negative beliefs have been put there as a protection for you. And the reason they are a protection is because we have this very ancient and basic need to stay alive. And because of this ancient need to protect ourselves, to have pleasure over pain, and this memory, this belief causes pain, which then our bodies say, oh no, I need to get away from this pain. I need pleasure. And so it heads towards the pleasure and in doing so it causes stress because well the stress response and the fear response and the flight response fight or flight response are all one and the same thing they just all have different names and that's where we produce that stress hormone called cortisol and if we don't act in a fight or flight response, that stress hormone begins to build up in our bodies and will cause disease dysfunction. So that's what's going on in our heart. And what we have on our hearts, each and every one of us, is what we can call a screen. Not unlike a TV screen or a computer screen or the screen on your smartphone or a movie screen. The only thing with that screen is we all know it's there. Science knows that it's there. They just can't find it. They can't prove it scientifically. Well, you've already heard what I said about proving something scientifically. Just because you can't prove it scientifically doesn't mean that it's there. And the belief in general about this heart screen and the reason science can't find it is because it is part of the heart. And the heart is something that is part of our spirit and or soul. And science can't prove that you have a spirit or the soul. But everybody knows there is one. How else would we be animated? And if you believe the biblical stories of the first Man, life was breathed into this inanimate body, which became animate. And many people say that was the spirit soul that came as a result of being 
breathe with the light. So we have this screen. And on this screen are nothing but images. And it is an image, an honest-to-goodness image. And the reason we know this is because back in the 70s, there was this little research done that probably would be considered illegal now. Well, not the research, but the the reason that these individuals existed. And in the 1970s, <laughs> there was a physician, a neurologist, that was trying to treat people that had extreme epileptic seizure disorders, so extreme that people would be dying as a result of the seizure disorder. And one of the things that was known is that the communication from the right side of the brain to the left side of the brain was being, there was something wrong that was causing those epileptic seizures. And so he did something very radical. And this is what might not be allowed in today's day and age, but he actually cut that he severed the connection between the right brain and the left brain on all these people that had the severe epilepsy. I think there was like a couple of dozen people that this particular surgery was performed on, and it did save their lives. The epileptic seizures did go away. But because of the surgery, the right brain just simply could not communicate with the left brain. The people had to be retrained to function in this world. And part of that retraining was teaching the people to use one side of their brain preferentially over another. And the way he discovered how to teach them is he would cover one eye. And we know that our exterior of our bodies, like if I move my right hand, it's my left side of my brain telling my right hand to move. And vice versa, if I move my left hand, it's the right side of my brain telling my right hand to move. We know this because of people that have strokes and on a particular side of their brain. And the opposite side of their body is what is affected. So what the surgeon did with his patients where he severed the connection between the right and left brain is he covered one eye. And when he covered the left eye, that meant the right brain was functioning. And he put a food with a spoon in front of them. And he covered the right eye, which meant that the left brain was the only thing functioning. And when he told them, asked them, what do you see? They couldn't see anything. And then he put the written word in front of them for spoon and asked them, 
what is this? And they go, spoon, spoon. But they couldn't eat because they couldn't see the spoon and the food. And as soon as he covered their left eye and they saw with their right brain, they could see the food, they could see the spoon, and they knew they could eat. So through this research, we know that the left brain only sees words. But without the right brain functioning with the image of a spoon, they don't know anything beyond that. So a person that has no right brain can read till their end of time. But the words are meaningless without an image. My question to you right now is when I said spoon, what came to your mind? An image of a spoon. You might have also seen the word spoon, but it also brings an image. That's why we know, or we can call this image or this thing in our hearts a screen, is because it's there. We saw the image of a spoon. So, what's up with these images? Well, when we have something happen to us, or our ancestor had something happen to us, that memory is a series of images. And all of those images have been interpreted in either a positive or negative way. Now, All of those images have been stored somewhere in our bodies, usually all over our bodies. Not necessarily in our brain, not necessarily in our physical heart, but they are stored in every single cell of our body. And every time that cell reproduces, it reproduces that image exactly the way the image happened. So if it was a negative image, if it was a an event interpreted as negative, then that image, every time it is brought up or something similar to that image is brought up, our body says, run, fight, run, fight. It's causing stress, and it has interpreted the new image that is similar to the old image as negative and is producing the exact same chemicals in our bodies as it produced the first time that image came about, whether it was your image or your ancestor's image. Folks, when we get back from the break, I will continue with this thought about images. Don't go away. (music) 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And I just want to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And don't forget, after the show, to head on over to voiceamerica.com. TV and check out the videos over there. Now, we have been talking about images that are on our hearts screen and how these negative images, or even if they're not a negative image, impact us and create the exact same chemical flood to happen in our systems. Now, you may not know exactly what that image is. And uh, as you progress in doing meditation, the image may come to you and you think, what, where, how, where did that come from? And you know what? It honestly doesn't matter. What matters is, is that the image be changed from a negative response to a positive response. So, heading back, remember how I said all these images are in the right brain. And we need both brains, really, to function well. But we especially need our right brain. Our culture has really taught us that being left brain is preferential. But you know what? That is so far from being true. Actually, what we really need 
is an absolute balance between our right brain thinking and our left brain thinking. But we have been thinking on the left brain so long that we kind of need to head over to the right brain mostly to re-achieve the left-right brain balance that we have been missing for a very, very long time. Oh, and the other thing about the right brain, without it, we are unable to take appropriate actions. Remember the person that had their left eye, I mean their right eye covered, and they were functioning totally out of their left brain? They couldn't eat. And that, if they'd spent the rest of their lives without their right brain, telling them to eat, they'd starve. They could not take the appropriate action. And so if we have an inappropriate image on our right brain, whatever is inappropriate, our actions will be inappropriate. You know, there's all kinds of images that will come to a person's mind when I say the word inappropriate. But you know what? An inappropriate image might be something as simple as running away every time you see a dog. Now, that might have been appropriate behavior Because whatever caused that image, either in you or your ancestor, you might have needed to run away. But every single dog in this world, the inappropriateness of that behavior might cause the dog to chase you. Rather than standing still, looking at the dog and saying, is this dog a threat or not? That's what I mean about inappropriate behavior. Now, the other thing, and this is so important. Write this down. Commit this to memory. Our heart screen, you can call it the image maker. You can call it the imagination. You can call it your personal visionary. It is the only thing that can create. The only thing. A person who has absolutely no right brain function cannot be creative. And it can be creative simply to the point of saying, Oh, let's just, what did we fix for lunch? Or what am I going to do this morning when I get out of bed? It can be creative to the point of building a skyscraper. And every single thing, everything that we see, touch, feel, has been created first in a person's imagination. 
on their heart screen long before it was actually physically created. Because a decorator has an image of where they want the pictures and the sofa and the paint colors long before it's put down either in a computer or on a piece of paper. Long before. Everything is created with this imagination. And it is true. It's not pretend. A lot of times, imagination is considered pretend. But you know what? When you are imagining anything, it's no longer pretend. Even going to a Star Wars movie, it becomes real for the people observing the movie. And you know what? There is some reality to those movies when they were created in the studios, when all of those images were created. It was done in an imagination first, long before it got into the computer graphics. And we do the same things to ourselves. It's just out of control. And that's why we need to do a heart screen meditation so we can learn how to use our imagination, our image maker appropriately. Use it to heal. Use it to get better. Because that image maker left on its own is going to do nothing but seek pleasure and avoid pain. By doing a heart screen meditation on a daily basis, we will live life intentionally. And what's more important than living life intentionally? We can control the way our life goes, not only our health, but everything that we do by doing this kind of meditation. Now, so I'm sure you're asking, how? How do we do this? Well, the first thing that you need to do while doing a meditation is ask. Put out a prayer, if you will. Ask for what it is that you want to either be healed or to improve or change in your life. And then you will picture a screen. Now, sometimes people cannot picture a screen. Their image maker has been so suppressed. But just know that it's there. It is there always. And if it comes down to it, if you have been living in your left brain so long that you may actually need to visualize the word itself. 
But even if you're doing just visualizing the word, know that the images that go with that word are there. And there are two parts to this screen, the conscious and the unconscious. And the unconscious part of the screen is really what's controlling 90% of everything that we do in our life. And that unconscious part of our screen is 90% below the surface, just like an iceberg. So now you've pictured whatever's bothering you, whatever you need to change. It can be a concrete picture, abstract picture. It can be just the word. But really, start simple. Just one thing at a time. Now, you ask that love and light saturate your being and change this problem from whatever it is, the dark to the light. Let me ask you this question. When you go into a dark room and flip the light switch, what happens? The dark goes away. Physics tell us that light eliminates the darkness. And so by asking for light to infuse, the darkness of the problem will go away. And the conscious affects the unconscious. So if there is darkness in the unconscious, light will overcome the unconscious. And folks, the unconscious will affect the conscious. So let's make the intentional choice to affect the unconscious with light coming from the conscious. Rate the pain. Rate the seriousness of the problem. Then feel the healing in your body or feel the problem in your body and ask again. Another person who might be a healing person, whether it is God, your vision of God, Jesus, an angel, or yourself. And where you ask yourself to come and heal is you will embrace yourself and bring the light in to cancel the dark. Folks, when we come back from the break, I will guide you through a meditation. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune into Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show welcome back to the show well it is time to Go in, do a meditation. Before we start, I do want to say you need to be in a location where you can have uh, silence around you other than my voice and just a nice quiet place. So if you're driving, please don't do this. You can listen in and appreciate it, but come back later and uh, Listen in on this meditation. Now, the other thing that I do want to put out here is that these meditations, all meditations, take practice. And anything worthwhile doing takes practice. But you know what? You can get to where, when there is a problem that hits you, like you're in the middle of a work day, you can take a deep breath go into a quick heart screen meditation and change your problem right there on the spot. Because meditations don't have to be sitting cross-legged on the ground with your fingers together toning ohm for hours at a time. There is no problem with doing that kind of meditation, but a heart screen meditation is intended to be rather quick and effective. And you can do this as many times in a day as you wish. So now the first thing to do is get into this quiet place. Now, what is 
the problem that you are wanting to adjust or change. I want you to close your eyes and I'm going to give you 10 seconds here of silence to say your prayer to ask how to eliminate this problem. Okay, now, see a screen. It doesn't matter what kind of screen it is. It can be a video screen. It can be a TV screen. It can be any kind of a screen. Put the problem up on that screen. It can be just a word for the problem. It can be a vision of the actual problem itself. But place that problem on your screen. Once that problem is up on the screen, I want you to ask that this problem be surrounded by love and light. Visualize light surrounding the screen, lighting up the word surrounding the problem with light, infusing it. If it's on your body, infuse it with love and light. I'm going to give you another 10 seconds to do that. Now that the problem is infused with light, bring in another person or being to help you heal. This can be God. This can be Jesus. This can be Mother Mary. It could be the Archangel Michael. It can be yourself. Bring that person in to stand beside you. Yes, you can stand beside you. Now, imagine yourself standing across from yourself, just like you are looking in a mirror at yourself. This person can be any age. It could be yourself as a small child. It can be yourself as you are today. But whatever you do, make yourself full of light and love. See yourself as healthy. See yourself as successful. Now whoever this other person is that you've brought in, have that other person approach you and 
wrap their arms around you and hold you in a loving, light-filled embrace and say, you are loved. You are perfect as you are. Now, I want you to feel the healing. Feel it in the depths of your body. And if it's not a healing, feel the emotions of the success, the changes in your life. Hold on to that feeling. Embrace it just like the other person is embracing you now. Let's go back to your heart screen and take a look at the healed part of the body or the healed event success and say thank you and that is your meditation so folks I know that was quick and it can be quick and sometimes quick is a lot better than a long time because you're able to concentrate on the picture. And if you want to call this a visionary meditation, do so because that's exactly what you're doing is you're envisioning what you need and want to happen. And while you're doing this, You are following a very ancient tenet which says, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Until next week, folks, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the healing whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Bye.